0: Daniel Craig's Bond burst onto the scene and threw walls in Casino Royale. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about Daniel Craig's uh, first foray as James Bond, Casino Royale, as kind of a retrospective leading up to his final time as Bond, which is No Time to Die, So, which is coming out in United States theaters on Friday, so... Yep, I'll be going through Casino Royale today and then working on Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre for the next couple episodes. So, without further ado, let's get started. Daniel Craig has been a great James Bond. He's brought a number of different things to the role, including peak physical condition and intensity the character didn't have since License to Kill. Which rightly means his latest and last entry as James Bond, No Time to Die, signals the end of an era for Craig and the franchise. With that in mind, now's a perfect time to go back on Craig's first four outings as 007 and see what makes them work or fall flat, starting with Casino Royale. Newly minted as a 00 agent, James Bond kicks off his MI6 career with the relentless pursuit of a terrorist bomber, which leads the headstrong agent towards Le Chiffre, a famed gambler and banker to the world's terrorists, and a winner-take-all poker game in Monte Carlo. Paired with a lovely treasury agent, Vesper Lynn, Bond will have to determine who is friend and who is foe to complete the mission and get out of the game alive. When Casino Royale came out, a lot of people highlighted what I'll dub the window-dressing elements of the film, stuff like Daniel Craig's muscular physique, and an apparent refusal to acknowledge the series' sillier ele- elements include see the meta-joke like about refuting old lore, the brutal bathroom brawl, or even shaking off the shaken-not-stirred line. While that's all stuff that made Casino Royale and Craig's Bond stand out compared to the rest of the franchise, it's not why the film works. Here's the three big reasons. First reason is personal, but big, action scenes. As charming as Pierce Brosnan was in the role, his Bond was a one-man army. He'd face up against an entire army with a single machine gun and come out the other side with nary a scratch. And considering that Casino Royale was directed by GoldenEye director Martin Campbell, you'd probably expect more of the same. Thankfully, Campbell and company adjusted the action so the scenes are big, but small at the same time. The famous parkour chase is a great example. When you boil it down to its core elements, this chase is a foot race between Bond and the bomber. The bomber is trying to get away, and Bond is trying to bring him into custody. But the scene looks and feels bigger than that. We've got big stunts such as Bomb and the bomber jumping from one giant crane to another, Bond busting through drywall, and some inadvertent destruction along the way. Still, it's just Bond pursuing the bomber through a construction site, and then an embassy. The same approach applies to the airport, chase, or the falling-down house in Venice. The stakes are big, the sets are big, but it mostly comes down to Bond facing off against one or two opponents. Combine that with an always-practical approach to the action scenes, and you're in for a good time that ages beautifully. And that personal angle is also the movie's main thematic and character-driven appeal. So, this movie also addresses Bond as a character. Part of the reason i love craig's bond is because the films view him as, as a character whose foibles and bravado are meant to paper over his vulnerabilities which is why eva green's vesper lynn's introduction about a third of the way into the film is perfect thus far bond has been able to be aloof and reckless and cannot care too much about collateral damage That's what the opening third of the movie is all about. He breaks into M's house, pursues what he's been instructed not to, and even seduces a woman who has a connection he needs. There's no personal connection at play. But once Vesper is there, it changes things. Bond not only has an ally and someone who is willing to challenge him intellectually, but also someone who challenges his ego and his aloof approach. Vesper is the one person who's able to pierce his harsh exterior that Bond either learned from his work or developed over his lifetime, which in turn makes her understandable but still villainous turn hurt even more. He opened up to her, and she betrayed him. Also, every actor is perfect. As good as this setup and script is, especially by Bond standards, it wouldn't mean much without the actors to pull it off, and this movie nailed every single casting choice. Obviously, Craig is a slam dunk who goes in every direction this movie asks him to go, whether it's bitter laughs, trading barbs with Vesper, or pretending to turn off all of those emotions. He fits this version of the role very well. But it's also telling that every other actor in this film has gone on to play similar roles moving forward. Eva Green's Vesper is one of the best Bond women ever, not just because she's a complex character, but because Green's performance is the same blend of stoicism and vulnerability Craig gives off. You see shades of this in everything she's done since, whether it's playing a villain in Sin City or 300 spin-offs, or especially Penny Dreadful. Likewise, Metz Mikkelsen proved he could play a fascinating villain for the rest of his life, thanks to his cold but still intimidating line delivery, and went on to convincingly play Hannibal Lecter. Even bit players like Jeffrey Wright as Felix Leiter and Giancarlo Gianni as Mathis guaranteed a return later with their performances. The verdict is a character-driven bond. Though it may have shocked viewers with its intensity, Casino Royale has the action and character audiences have come to expect from Blockbuster Entertainment. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.